When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... We're Never The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. I must go. Must leave this house. I must go. The time is now. I must go. It's time to get out. Okay, people, before we get into the episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and that bell to get notified. We drop new episodes of Forever News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST, and throughout the week, we re-upload those segments for your viewing pleasure. I don't want to make you wait anymore. Let's get to it. And welcome back, everyone, after that amazing week of Jump Festa. Jump Festa 2023 went down last week, and we had a crap ton of stories, so this week is the aftermath, even though that's not where we're starting off with, because, yeah, we got absolute madness all ready in case you haven't been following the scene years ago there was a major incident with a certain voice actress that left her essentially somewhat ostracized and some might even argue blackballed from anime voice acting in general and it was really bad because i remember i was like god damn people were tearing this actress apart and it was because this voice actress was initially part of a band it's like that in japan oftentimes a lot of vas they're also separate Separately musicians. I mean, think Black Clover. Asta's VA did like the song for one of the openings or endings of Black Clover in general. Like voice acting and musicianship in Japan usually oftentimes go hand in hand. But this actress, because of a scandal that went down with her band, I believe it was, and yeah, I don't want to get too much into it, but essentially she was being very promiscuous with nearly every member of the band, minus I want to say the bass player. Yes, I do remember. I believe the bass player was the only one that uh, didn't get to get into that heart so to speak because this voice actress was famous for doing Lucy heart failure and fairy tale alongside quite a few other roles this was a again a big deal fairy tale very big series Hiro Mashima of course one of the biggest mangaka out there and for her to be involved in such a scandal in a place like Japan we talk about it often Japan they they don't play you know what I'm saying they're very much so conservative in every fashion of the world and something like again this voice actress that was being promiscuous with a lot of members of her band it got her done wrong again when do you ever really hear about Aya Hirano doing a major role as of lately it's been quiet but you know it's one thing that okay you know some stuff happened she was ostracized there's already a, a lot of bad stuff but then on top of that the fact that you know this incident that went down with her band members was many years ago why are people still harassing her and sending death threats years later regarding that incident like at that point people are just taking it too far let's read because this is a nasty situation of really disgusting turn of events with a voice actress that 
dog that's her personal life that she was you know rocking out with you could disagree with her being promiscuous if you feel like it but nevertheless sending death threats especially years later is out of this world it says here voice actress Aya Hirano claims she still receives death threats from fans at the peak of her prime as an anime voice actress in 2010 the voice of Haruhi Suzumiya had a turbulent relationship with her fan base stop real quick before we go any further I forgot that she also did Haruhi Suzumiya Mia and she was probably arguably more popular for even Haruhi than she was for Fairy Tale. Like Fairy Tale was big, but she was the main character. Well, some might argue Lucy was the main character of Fairy Tale. I don't know. Haruhi is a major series as well, and I forgot that that was another prominent role she did. So voice actress of Fairy Tales Lucy and Haruhi Suzumiya. Wow. Again, she did the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, Fairy Tale, Gotcha Man Crowds, had a turbulent relationship with her fan base. This resulted from a scandal around her relationships with her male band members and openly stating her preference in men on Japanese TV. In May 20, I remember when Lady Gaga did that like mad long ago on MTV and she was like, yo, all I want is Big P. I was like, wow. A man was even arrested for making violent threats against Hirano online even though it's been over 10 years since then Hirano says that she still gets death threats when she does anime work although it's been a while since I pivoted to stage productions when I do anime work I still get death threats and people stirring up half truths about me she wrote on Twitter on Saturday fortunately she noted that no harm has come to her and that the police have dealt with the recent threats nevertheless she thinks it is unhealthy to feel endangered by a subsection of violent fans when doing her work it makes me afraid and not want to be in involved in that kind of world but I pushed through because I simply want to focus my energy on doing a good performance with my roles she continued with that in mind would you still say it's your fault for pandering to otaku I could resolve this issue by quitting anime altogether but I think that's just turning a blind eye to the problem that's why I decided to make this post Hirano is the voice behind popular anime characters including fairy tales Lucy Hartphilia, Gintama's Nobume Imai, Dragon Ball Super's Dende and the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya's Haruhi yo she's done some pretty prominent roles Dende, Heartphilia, Lucy why well, I said Heartphilia Lucy Heartphilia, Haruhi Suzumiya like these are big roles she was in Gintama she has performed theme songs for anime such as The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, Fairy Tale, and Lucky Star another TV series she headlined most recently she voiced Okachimachi in Akiba Maid War and Popuko in episodes 1 and 12 of Pop Team Epic Season 2 so yeah it seems as though she's still trying to do work but those same people are carrying on with bringing up that hey in her personal life over a decade ago I think they said what 2010 she slept with some band members and she said that she has a particular type of man that she looks for oh my god someone call the freaking navy like what is wrong with people attacking her don't get me wrong I'm sure that there is an image that you had in your head about what she would be like and I'm imagining that this is mainly happening on the Japanese side of the fandom I don't see that people over in the west would make a big deal about a voice actress that 12 years ago well i'm lying because some people be really on you yo there's people still to this day harassing me because i made jokes about series five six seven eight nine ten years ago so yeah i take it back the western fans will definitely keep on holding a grudge over absolute nonsense 
And it's not even necessarily a grudge. A lot of these people, they're just twisted and they know that it's going to get a reaction or a response. So they continue to do it. And because she's a prominent figure in, you know, anime, she's done major roles. That's probably also why they're like, hey, let's get some attention. Oh, my God. They think they're important by doing shit like that, which is absolutely lame and pathetic. Dog, she was doing her thing a decade plus ago. What is it your business? Why are you threatening that woman's life over that? Like, get one. How about that? And by no means am I trying to pander, but I think most people can agree that this is just flat out wrong and disgusting, dog. Like, what, what's wrong with these people? But I'm sending best wishes, positivity, and all of that good stuff to Aya Hirano. Again, I love Fairy Tail. I'm still a fan of her and her talents. By no means am I on board or supportive of any of the disgusting things a lot of these fans have been doing and are even doing till this day like dog it was 10 years ago grow up okay i definitely wanted to point this one out because yeah it's joe joe jojo's bizarre adventure news i know a lot of people including myself have been like okay what's going on here because you know part nine might potentially be the final part of the jojo's franchise because as it stands right now it looks like the jojo's anime is set to adapt everything jojo's right now we just finished part six in december it dropped the final batch of episodes so now we're waiting for part seven which will probably take a couple of years to come and then it'll take a couple of years to run through likewise with part eight so there's still plenty of time for part nine to be adapted but it seems like this is going to be the final installment the new jojo verse so to speak is going to essentially be a trilogy with part nine but fans have been like when part eight ended well over a year ago what's going on right now fam when is it coming well i got you covered we're about to read right now because araki hirohiko has indeed confirmed when jojo lands will be commencing jojo's bizarre adventure manga part 9 the jojo lands debuts on february 17th the January 2023 issue of Shueisha's Ultra Jump magazine announced on Monday that Hirohiko Araki's The Jojo Lands, the upcoming ninth part of his Jojo's Bizarre Adventure manga series, will launch in the magazine in its March 2023 issue on February 17th. Araki's Jojolian manga, the eighth part in the series, ended in August 2021 and a debut in May 2011 in Ultra Jump and the manga's 27th and final volume shipped in September 2021. So yeah, Jojo's god damn that shit ran for a decade plus i wonder do you think it'll take 10 years to get to part 9 or more or is part 9 gonna be like the last installment that we wait ages to get adapted because by then part 7 and 8 will already be adapted and people will probably have moved on in terms of jojo anime like what are your thoughts on that either way i think it's great that okay boom he's starting in february i don't think part 9 is going to last as long as any of the other jojo parts because i just keep thinking dog araki is like an elderly man he's very old you see the problems like god rest his soul kentaro mirror's passing you see the problems with yoshihiro tagashi the creator of hunt the hunter having constant hiatuses and constant updates about his health issues and hunt the hunter in general having to remove itself which we will talk about in a different part of this big episode unless you've seen the clips go look for that clip on the channel but you see that it's very stressful for elderly men to be doing manga and hirohiko araki is like 60 years old despite the fact that the man is the proverbial vampire of manga because the man looks like he hasn't aged in 50 million years congrats to him i would love to know what he's doing to keep that look so to speak but either way i don't think that it would be wise thing for a man that you know 
though he could be in his 70s and 80s to be drawing something as demanding as JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because Hirohiko Araki's art is very detailed and there's a lot that goes into creating manga regardless whether it be weekly or monthly it's still a process we hear with Boruto all the time that Ikamoto is having trouble meeting deadlines and that's that he has a full staff what would it be like if he you know what I'm saying like there's just so many different things to think about so I'm looking forward to and I'm, I'm glad that okay Araki is still going you know what I'm saying he hasn't put the pen down yet but I don't see Jojo lands being as long as any of the other parts also I think Hirohiko Araki is going to wrap it all up with this one like there's no way there could be a 10th part to Jojo's I I don't see it happening Hirohiko Araki is too old like maybe do this part nine and then write up one film that wraps up the entirety of the Jojo's universes and boom call it a day but yeah people February 2023 part nine of Jojo's begins the Jojo land next up one piece fans i got some pretty awesome news for you guys because i'm sure there's a lot of people that you may have seen all of one piece you may have read all of one piece or maybe you didn't maybe you skipped out on some stuff but in general you would love to go back and re-experience some of those older sagas those older arcs but it's like it's a lot of episodes you know what i'm saying like to try and rewatch all of east blue or go you know what i'm saying there's a lot of episodes for every arc and a lot of people have been very excited and happy about those episodes that they've been putting out so to speak those specials that Toei has been releasing of giving you guys a brief idea a brief rundown basically a lighter and faster adaptation of some of those arcs we've had episode of Nami episode of Luffy we've had quite a few of them that really just give you guys a condensed almost like a movie version of some of these arcs opposed to like at some point they were re-releasing these and just calling them movies like I think what movie 8 was that movie set like there was a lot of the chopper movie the alabasta movie so they was doing that for a while and then they were like okay those won't be movies movies will be something entirely different we're gonna just make those tv specials and it's kind of hard to get your hands on some of them some of them is a little bit of a pain some of them haven't been officially licensed and stuff like that but now you're gonna be able to watch all of them seemingly for free and that right there, I'm not even going to lie, is amazing because there's also other different possibilities like, hey, people that want to get into One Piece, maybe you're scared. Maybe you don't want to be committed like that. Maybe you just want to watch it here and there and whatnot. You can go through tons of arcs and I don't recommend it necessarily. I'd say read it or watch it from the beginning. But if you do want to get into it and you don't want to invest a thousand plus episodes of time, you want to cut out as much as you can. Those episodes are going to be free to watch on YouTube here shortly. Let's read. One Piece TV anime will be releasing all, okay, all of its episodes of, including episodes of East Blue, Luffy, Nami, Skyland, Mary, 3D2Y, Three Brothers. Yeah, some of those aren't even recaps. Some of those are just straight up, you know, originals, so to speak, for free at Jump's YouTube channel starting New Year's Day until January 15, 2023. So you're going to have two weeks, essentially, to watch all of the episodes of and right then and there if you just kind of piece some of them together where they take place chronologically in the story try your best to watch it through and bam you could cut out hundreds of again i don't recommend this but you could cut out hundreds of episodes or hundreds of chapters that you would have to watch or read and boom you'll have a grasp to a certain degree of what the story is again there's a lot more to it and those recaps do have to cut out a lot of different stuff so 
be warned, you may not be able to jump into a debate immediately with people about stuff because they're going to be like, dog, you watch the episodes of blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't have this debate. But if you just want to enjoy the series and you don't really give a fuck about any of that stuff, go watch them on YouTube starting January 1st to the 15th. Get going. No, seriously, I think this is pretty cool. Next up, pretty cool but big update for Tokyo Revengers manga because, yeah, this might be one of the highest selling manga of all time for Kodansha. No, I'm not even going to say might be. I, I guarantee, at the very least, it got to be in its top 20. Might even be top 10, to be honest with you, because we know that Attack on Titan, for example, has 100 million plus circulated sales meaning that the 100 million volumes have been shipped to stores not necessarily purchased by fans and that's you know one of the biggest that kodansha has right now seven deadly sins is millions in as well and now we got another one to the roster of the elites of kodansha's publishing tokyo revengers tokyo revengers is getting close up to that 100 mil right now it says it has crossed over 70 million copies in circulation kodansha publishes manga's 31st final compiled book volume on january 17th it says here the mainichi shinbun's montan web reported on tuesday that ken wakui's tokyo revengers manga has more than 70 million copies in circulation kodansha has not specified at this time if the number is worldwide or just representative of the japanese circulation and of course the number above is not a sales statistic again these are books that were shipped out but haven't been necessarily all bought by fans and of course kodansha announced in july that the manga had 65 million so it has sold 5 million more copies since july and i think there's still what it, it said here the final volume drops january 17th so i don't think tokyo revengers will be in the top selling manga of next year per se now that i look at it like in terms of for the year because again there's only like two volumes so it might be in the top 10 potentially or top 20 definitely top 20 but it probably won't well now that I think about it, we got the anime returning. I guess it's dependent on the anime and how well that's received with the Christmas arc that they're about to release, the Christmas showdown. But 70 million, dog. Like, you could love or hate Tokyo Revengers, but you cannot deny that it is one of the most successful selling manga of all time. Like, yo, Tokyo Revengers right now is above my hero in sales, if I'm not mistaken. Again, circulation numbers, you know, shipped to stores. Like, that's a pretty big deal. Okay, this is a story for people that may be fans of this series. I don't really cover this per se, but I thought it was a pretty big deal. Toilet-bound Hanako-kun. Now, a lot of people have been saying that, yo, dog, I, I can't wait for that next season. What's going on? I know people that are actually big fans of it. And I was like, okay, well, they got a new season of the anime or something there coming. So let's check it out. Toilet-bound Hanako-kun manga's anime project restarts. The official website for the TV anime adaptation of Iro Aida's Toilet-Bound Hanako-kun, Jibaku Shonen Hanako-kun manga announced on Thursday that the anime project is quote-unquote restarting. The site unveiled a new visual and also began streaming a teaser trailer which features scenes from the previous anime set to a piano rendition. The manga's first anime adaptation premiered in Japan, January 2020, and it had 12 episodes. So that's a little bit weird what they're talking about of that 
it restarts now i was looking at some of the feedback and people translating the japanese and some people were saying that restart doesn't necessarily mean that it's doing like a reboot because restart sounds like oh they're rebooting it from the beginning because i did hear that they skipped out on some stuff from the manga with it but apparently that's just a term that is used and there's a high probability that it's just going to be hey you've been waiting for that season two you're going to get it uh, could be wrong it could be that it's so successful that they're revamping it but i don't think so because a lot of people really really like it but i guess we gotta wait and see either way if you're a fan of toilet bound hanako kun's anime there's some anime coming it could be the second season it could be a revamp of it it could be a film adaptation but there's something there on the way next up a really cool look at blue lock we used to do this before i call it the rise and fall but in this case this is just simply the rise of blue locks manga because yeah the sales have been astronomical and again i've been saying this every time i bring it up but if you we're waiting for that next sports series sales are showing at the very least it's headed in that direction because it says here and shout out to jose underscore care for putting this entire information together one of the goats out there the series is keeping the great momentum due to the anime and will peak again most likely with the next volume one of the contenders to top the upcoming 2023 ranking so blue lock is a potential to be you know number one next year depending because you look at it volume one it was doing like what probably 20 17,000 copies and you fast forward all the way to volume 21 which is at this point the highest selling one and that did well over 150 and it looks like it has 15 million in circulation as of December 14th if I'm not mistaken or sales 15 million either sales or circulation but yeah blue lock is about to be out of here dog every volume is damn near like there was a little bit of a drop but then the anime is taking it back up and potential is endless I guess we got to wait and see for the next couple of volumes but yeah blue lock really is truly rising out of this world and god damn i'm just looking at that like it's coming for it baby blue lock is here i need to get back into that anime i think i need to give it another try I probably didn't give it a fair shake to be fair next up just a quick update from mob psycho 100 fans mob psycho 100's anime is officially completely over it is completed the final episode of mob psycho 100 season 3 has wrapped itself up and to commemorate it they put out a little image basically showcasing the entire cast of mob psycho 100 and ending its six year journey slash run and man salute dog like it's rare you see an adaptation that is that fateful straight up and down beautiful from start to finish everything about it was just like studio bones you may get flack for my hero you may get flack in other aspects but when it came to mob cycle 100 you came you saw and you did because mob cycle 100 was legendary so if you've ever been curious of mob cycle 100 or maybe you was thinking about getting back into it to finish it up it is completely Completely done you can go check it out long live mob psycho 100 i know the author is already on to his next work but man mob psycho 100 dog that was that was a run that was one hell of a run now it goes into the books to be compared to whatever one creates next with his new manga and one punch man and all of that other stuff next up we got a couple of pieces of news for my hero academia for starters we have the results of the eighth popularity god damn eight years the eighth popularity poll from my hero academia's manga people who thought you know these were the most awesome characters and let's just run through the top 20 we got at number 20 all might 19 jito 18 shinzo 17 present mike 16 tamaki 15 roadie 
14-0. Damn, Rody really. People really like Rody. 13, Medio. 12, Shigaraki. That is criminal, dog. Criminal. 11, Dobby. 10, Uraraka. 9, Kirishima. 8, Hawks. 7, Aizawa. 6, Kaminari. Wow, he's really popular. 5, Ida. 4, Endeavor. Endeavor. 3, Shoto. 2, Midoriya, and once again, the character that people joked around about and thought possibly, maybe, could have died, is the most popular character in My Hero Academia, Bakugo, dog is the most popular character in My Hero Academia. Nothing is happening to him. It doesn't matter how many times Studio Bones or Kohei Horikoshi stabs that dude through his chest, unless we're like an adult My Hero Society or something, he's never dying. Don't you know what I'm saying? Horikoshi gotta stop trolling on that aspect too. I'm gonna give him that. Like, just stop trolling or whatever. But yeah, most popular character yet again. And then there's some shockers in there. Like, dog, who's really like this big freaking Kaminari fan? Like, Kaminari's dope, but. And, and, and Rody? Who voted Rody? Why did you vote Rody? But also in other My Hero Academia related news, Season 6 Core 2 will start January 7th, featuring an ending by 6 lounge so my hero academia i want to say it's going to be going on some type of breaks here soon because of the holidays i know either christmas or new year's there's going to be one episode might be missed out on maybe i might be wrong maybe it might be at a time of the week that they don't got to worry about that stuff because usually all shows go on break but yeah it'll definitely be starting the next half of the anime january 7th and i'm pretty sure and i'm not going to get into spoilers on what happens but i'm pretty sure it's going to be a more intimate and quiet and darker tone than even the war we're having right now because i'm pretty sure i know what comes after the war i've read the manga hello but yeah so january 7th the next part of the anime begins and i'm curious to see how they're gonna handle that i feel like that part of the anime especially now with mob psycho being done and they could probably take some of that staff over and maybe swap around a little bit teams of the my hero team and the mob psycho team Put a couple of those A-list stars in there that really can get it done so we can get some really awesome stuff in the second half. I mean, first half is look, all right, there's been a little bit of mistakes here or there, but I want that second half of My Hero. Come on, dog. Season 6 has been awesome. Let's take it to new heights. Watch there be somebody. Dog, they already clarified. It, it's, you know, the Mob Psycho team stays with Mob Psycho. Even though Mob Psycho's over, the whole team is just staying there anyway. They're, they're not going to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> but again, there you have it, the results of the 8th popularity poll of My Hero Academia, as well as the release date for the beginning of the second half of Season 6 of My Hero Academia's anime. Next up, just a sneak peek into what's going on with Attack on Titan's final season, final part from Studio MAPPA. We all are highly anticipating the wrap-up of this, even though there's a lot of people that are a little bit skeptical, worried, and now I think about it, maybe not so looking forward to it based off of reading the manga. But either way, Studio MAPPA released a little promo of yo check it out first of all they got i believe that's the director of attack on titan there the gentleman that was on stage at the mappa event that had the really big bags under his eyes that a lot of people were like that's what it is to be an anime director uh i believe that's the same gentleman there that's drawing at one given point in the video and honestly it looks like they're going really hard you could definitely see which i'm sure some fans are not that excited about that they're doing the cg for the titans as well like yo sometimes they don't even look that bad i'm gonna just keep it real a lot of attack on titan fans are extremely picky over my time and over as i'm seeing the cg and 3d situation transition and whatnot there's terrible cg like seven deadly sins and we'll get into that in a bit and then there's okay cg that is an attack on titan and i think that they do a great job and i'm looking forward i think they probably did this because probably people are like 
hey where's that final season you've been dropping it you know we just got it last december where's the next part we don't even have you know what i'm saying big you know, what, what's happening here so attack on titan studio mappa is hard at work getting it ready and yeah i'm expecting it very soon studio mappa is gonna blow us away lads isn't it supposed to be winter i feel like it's winter season but maybe it's not confirmed i don't know don't quote me on that one okay people next up i have what i'm going to refer to as a travesty this is unheard of i don't understand why what how did this happen because y'all know in case you don't toy animation has been very fascinated with 3d cg they've been trying it out with a few different series i mean not even just toy to be fair like you know i gotta keep referencing seven deadly sins on netflix or you know there's a lot of cg 3d it's becoming like a, almost a standard in anime i mean even chainsaw man blends it even though they do a very great job different story altogether but slam dunk everything i saw from the cgi trailers i mean let, let's not say the cgi let's just say the trailers in general it don't look something that i'm gonna run to any theater or anywhere at all to go watch it just doesn't look great however the japanese are loving it and i know slam dunk is extremely popular i know the manga has sold 100 million it's one of the highest selling manga of all time i know that the author is a god when it comes to drawing vagabond again one of the most beautiful looking manga and he did slam dunk and yeah slam dunk movie is doing well yeah it's doing so well it's outperforming y'all ready for this yeah i'm not even gonna believe this y'all gonna be like no for never you're lying it's out doing dragon ball super superheroes this movie in theaters over there and it's also another 3d cg it makes you question yo where were all these slam dunk fans at? they've been hibernating all these years what the first slam dunk has exceeded 4.1 billion yen well 4.189 billion yen in earnings with over 2.8 million admissions in a 16-day period in Japanese theaters, meaning it made about 4 billion yen in 16 days. Well, okay, how much did Dragon Ball Superheroes made, dog? Toei, like, yo, you ain't gonna surpass what Superheroes did in Japan, right? Well, according to this, in Japan, Superheroes did 2.5 billion yen. It was really worldwide that added most of the money, the 13.8 billion that brought it to 93.4 shy of 100 mil but it was really outside of japan that did all the work for superheroes like not many people were really rocking with superheroes in japan slam dunk however it looks like the 3d cg didn't bother them at all in fact because it was the first appearance of slam dunk in anime form in so long fans ran out there 2.8 million admissions 4 billion yen that is i don't even know man like part of me is curious like maybe there's something good in there or it could just be again the hype or it could be that fans are just really giving up on the war against 3d cg and just converting and saying fuck it let's run to theaters like there's a wide variety of different options i'm gonna lean towards that one fans of slam dunk have been starving for so long for something new from it that movie in theaters i'm going to watch it don't care also i think it's potentially that the 3D CG era is really coming into full effect with anime and people are just like going along with it. Like superheroes, I mean, granted it tanked in comparison to Broly in Japan. Worldwide, different story. US ate it up. It's really strange. I don't know. Like I really want you to tell me right now, do you think based off of the trailers and everything you've seen of Slam Dunk that that is a movie worthy of doing these numbers and also is the 3D CG better than they're offering with Dragon Ball superheroes and that's why like what explains japan eating this up like i don't know maybe maybe the 3d cg isn't as bad if you watch the whole thing maybe that's it or i don't know man japan wild and dog how like i love dragon ball superhero and i get it that it wasn't met with critical praise over there but 
Slam Dunk 3D CG, destroying the Japanese box office. Here I am stunned. And you know what? I've been mentioning it, so let's get into it. The Seven Deadly Sins. Y'all know, in case you don't, that I've been talking about for months now that, yo, Netflix, I, probably even a year now that I think about it, maybe more. Netflix, they got two Seven Deadly Sins movies incoming that are basically taking place following the events of the manga it is not four nights of the apocalypse the spin-off series that's going on in the manga right now this is an original for netflix but the problem is is that it's 3d cg and the 3d cg didn't look great and they already announced that they got the next part of the movie because there's two movies they got one that's already out right now the next part comes out in the summertime but in general i watched a good chunk of this film maybe about half of it i want to say i'm not sure but i watched it and i couldn't i don't know man i tried i feel like there's some promising nature to the 3d cg attempt that they got there because you see like the 2d character design on the 3d model but it just feels a little too lifeless for me still like i feel like it's crawling towards where 2d and 3d can meet but and i also feel like the attempt and the idea on paper sounded so well of yo the way they did it like you know in comparison to dragon ball superheroes or this one it feels like they were really trying to make it look 2d as possible with this one where dragon ball superheroes was just trying to go for their own thing and slam dunk i don't fucking know japan likes it but i don't know man seven deadly sins and this isn't a review for it i was really coming here to tell you the next part is coming in august but do we need the next part do we want the next part how many people out there that has seen the seven deadly sins grudge of edinburgh part one and are so gung-ho about it love it felt like oh it wasn't too bad like i said it wasn't too bad with dragon ball superheroes because genuinely it wasn't too bad i tried watching the seven i gave it a shot man and ugh, it just doesn't work for me it doesn't but netflix announced on wednesday that the second part of the seven deadly sins grudge of edinburgh and not so no taizai ensano idenbergu the all-new two-part anime film project for nakama suzuki's the seven deadly sins and not so no taizai manga franchise will debut simultaneously worldwide in august 2023 and nobody's gonna fucking watch it bruh i'm just keeping it real like i don't know man i love seven deadly sins and i i can't i can't i can't and granted also that the project features a new original story that was written by the original manga author nakaba suzuki and centers on meliodas son tristan are they doing a manga adaptation of it i'll read the manga adaptation yeah do a manga adaptation with nakaba suzuki drawing it i'm gonna go read that 100 but <laughs> either way yeah if you're excited for more of this in august you'll be able to watch it but as it stands right now that movie is absolutely donkey shit. maybe i should do a review on my main channel give a little digression off you know what i'm saying moving forward in case you missed it i covered it on my main channel that hunter hunter will no longer be weekly dog weekly shonen jump has come to an understanding that the future of hunter hunter following chapter 400 will be well it's unknown at this particular point but essentially it started off with hunter hunter manga will stop releasing chapters weekly after chapter 400 specific publication date will be released in the future but then we actually got the full-on translation and the sheet of what shonen jump said regarding hunter hunter and the future of it let's read this hunter hunter notice of future publication thank you for reading hunter hunter as for the publication of the manga chapter 401 and after we have discussed with tagashi about his health condition and as a result we have decided to publish hunter hunter in a format 
other than weekly serialization. Togashi-sensei will continue to write the following chapters, and the editorial department will continue to support him until the completion of the manga. Specific publication dates and methods will be announced in future issues of Weekly Shonen Jump. Thank you for your continued support of Hunter Hunter Weekly Shonen Jump Editorial Department. So basically, this is 100% confirming it clear as day. Not only it's not going to be in weekly serialization, they don't really have a plan. It's not like, hey, it's moving to V Jump. Hey, it's going to Jump Plus. Hey, it's going to, I don't know, Psycho Jump. That would be the weirdest thing ever to put Hunter Hunter and Psycho Jump. Like, everybody's going to run to buy Psycho Jump just for that. Like, yeah, because not many people read Psycho Jump in comparison to Weekly Shonen Jump and it's a gag mug it just doesn't work that that magazine wouldn't work but yeah there's no actual you know concrete of what's happening with it other than it will no longer be weekly and again they also said that they're going to continue supporting him and they're going to announce in the future what's happening but this is so weird as i've said in my other video they said there's 30 chapters remaining there was tagashi hyping this up for months on twitter dropping little panels getting everyone excited we had staff member taneha telling us about 30 chapters being written for four years what is going on dog like i feel like there's a possibility that this was all tagashi had ready and this was the intention all along for tagashi and they know that fans are so sick of hiatus hiatus that they were like hey let's tell them that it's not gonna be weekly anymore like tagashi yo we know you sick and all that shit let's figure something else out because he is really sick he does have health issues but fans are way too invested and how long has it even been back i feel like was it back for a month or two it might have been back for like maybe two months honestly i don't know what to make of it there's so many possibilities for now all we could say for sure is again the ride of hunter hunter weekly releases is now over i prefer personally and i think it's the smartest move to make it a monthly publication do it in jump plus so that everything is digital that tagashi don't have to but i feel like they look at it as that's a missed opportunity maybe as well because if you think about it regardless of what hunter hunter coming to jump does drive a lot of interest and traffic into the magazine especially from readers that may not read weekly shonen jump anymore they may have moved on but hey i'm in the store and i see going on a cover i'm running to grab that shit man that's my childhood you know there's a lot of adult japanese men that feel that way or they just in general always whenever hunter comes back that's when they pick up jump again so it may be that they might just monthly publish it irregularly publish it they might not be able to come with some sort of schedule i don't know but I wouldn't be surprised if things get quiet for a while for Hunter Hunter. I wouldn't be surprised if, again, another year and some change passes, and then Tagashi comes out with big announcement. Hey, I'm going to V-Jump. I'm going to Jump Ultra. I'm going to Jump Plus. I'm going to, again, Psycho Jump. Oh, my God. Although, that would be kind of interesting, Hunter Hunter and Psycho Jump. Like, maybe it could influence a bunch of OG series to try some shit over there. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Psycho Jump. It's just gag series. Like, yeah, Naruto SD was cool, I guess. But, yeah, people... the end of an era hunter hunter may still be continuing but it won't be released in weekly form anymore and as it stands right now it doesn't even have a place to call it home <laughs> hunter hunter technically doesn't have a publication magazine any further until we get announcements of what's happening and hopefully they don't leave fans for too long i know a lot of fans have said hey i've made peace i watched the ending of the anime that's the end of Hunter Hunter for me. Everything else after, it doesn't matter. Like, cool beans, but I know Tagashi is going to continue on the way he's been. 
And I respect that. I respect people that are like, yo, I made peace with it. The anime's my ending. Cool on him. I respect it, but I'm good. And that's going to create more of these people now. Like, it was a big triumphant return, only back. But I guess we got to wait and see. And also, it's important to note that this is not a regular hiatus. It's again, never going to be weekly. Then we got a bunch of various little tidbits and updates and stories that I wanted to bring you guys right here. For starters, Fist of the North Star by Baronson and Tetsuo Hara is commemorating its 40th anniversary in 2023. A key visual and special website have been unveiled. Series teases news and projects to be revealed in the future. So there's a possibility we could get a new Hokuto no Ken anime. I would love and I don't think it would happen and it might not be the era for it anymore because Kenshin comes from the era of big, you know, muscular dudes. And while it works with JoJo's, JoJo's eventually transitions out of, you know, big buff dudes to the point where like part eights is soft and wet pause i want to say this name of his stand ability so yeah i don't know if a fist of the north star remake would work in today's climate but i know i would love to see it because it's hard to watch the old toy anime of fist of the north star that didn't age that well in comparison to like dragon ball and stuff like that but i would love a remake i know that they did what was it fist of the blue sky people said that that was kind of cool and stuff with Rao, but yeah 40th anniversary let's see what they do like there's been a lot of anniversaries that have been somewhat disappointing in terms of the news they've come with so i'm not expecting fist of the north star remake like me with the naruto remake even if i see a trailer of fist of the north star remake i'm still gonna be like until i see that first episode I ain't believing it, fam. Then, a little more Jujutsu Kaisen update. Jujutsu Kaisen TV anime will be publishing its latest information in upcoming weekly Shonen Jump issue number 6-7. Again, we know that July 2023, we get season 2. We got that little teaser trailer from Jump Festa. And we'll get more news in the double issue, issues 6 and 7. And then Ayakashi Triangle's TV anime will be publishing its latest information in issue 6-7. And the series will be publishing a 21-page chapter uh, with a color page in the same issue i don't really cover ayakashi triangle but yeah there's going to be more anime info for that and then people will be announcing the results of its first character popularity poll i need to catch up with people people i really like it maybe i don't maybe i should stay behind so i always have a good volume or two to read okay people next up we got the author comments now i know i said in last episode we wouldn't have him anymore because jose underscore k wasn't going to be doing the weekly shonen magazine author comments but it seems as though another source is translating them using the same format as well so we still got weekly shonen magazine and of course we got weekly shonen jump author comments I guess let's get into it. And we got back-to-back -back weekly Shonen Magazine, so that'll be dope to take a look at. We got Hiromashima. It's the end of the year, and I've got a stupid amount of dinner plans with people. Almost about three years worth. Though it's nice to see folks I haven't seen in a while. Okay, Hiromashima. Uh, we got Munayuki Kanashiro. I'm losing sleep over the World Cup. It's so much fun, but I'm tired, but it's so fun. George Morikawa. My top song of the year is Katachi. K. Urana, author of Gachi Akuta. Po po Pokemon. Oh, he's probably saying about Pokemon because they're doing that big change. In case you missed it, I talked about it on my main channel as well. I know I'm giving my other's channel all these big juicy stories, but yeah, Pokemon uh is going to be ending Ash and Pikachu's journey, and it's going to be starting with new characters, and that's probably why K Urana is like, yo, this is a big deal. Then the other set of author comments, we got Nakaba Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Sometimes I buy Tomika miniature cars. I don't have a driver's license, but I like looking at vehicles. Why the hell would you buy a car if you don't got a driver's license and you don't drive? K Urana again, my sense of reason goes out the window when a game I like is released. Though if I don't keep my deadlines, I'll be in big trouble. Yeah, you will be, dog. 
dog. Like, play around. They'll get you up out of that magazine real quick. Hiromashima Eden Zero again. The fan meet footage is now up on YouTube for viewing. Take a look when you have a chance. I am gonna. That sounds exciting. I'm gonna go check that out. Yusuke Nomura, author of Blue Lock. So my kid and I talked beforehand about which starters we'd choose in Pokemon. He said he'd choose Fuecoco, but betrayed me and went with Sprigatito instead. My son, why? <laughs> That's adorable. That's absolutely adorable. Shoutouts to Yusuke Nomura. Uh, then we got, let's see here, George Morikawa, author of Hajime no Ippo again. Thanks for all the good times. Is he talking to, like, Ash and, and Pikachu? Like, who is he talking to? And we'll close this off with Negi Haraba, author of Ranger Reject. Three of my friends caught COVID at the same time. Everyone be sure to take extra care of yourselves. Definitely look out for yourselves, no doubt. And then we got the Shonen Jump author comments as well. Let's take a look at those. Jujutsu Kaisen's Gage Akutami says, I was just supposed to have it playing in the background during work, but I ended up watching every second of Japan's match, Yellow Card. Japan actually did very well in the World Cup. They got a lot further than I believe they usually do. And yeah, I don't know why. Blue Lock is synonymous in my head now with the World Cup. Like, that was a very big deal and big promotion for the series. The anime coming, and then on top of that, the whole soccer, Blue Lock, like... It, it was great. The World Cup shit really did things for Blue Lock. Then we got what might be one of, if not the final, Hunt the Hunter author comments from not Yoshihiro Tagashi. Staff member Tanehana here. When thinking up what is actually on that paper, it made us feel ill. And, and you ain't gonna be writing shit no more. Tagashi said I'm done for a while. Hey! Nah, I bet Tanehana is very excited. And maybe Tanehana knows the future of Hunter x Hunter. Like if it's Jump Plus or any of these other publications. We got Mapolo 3, Peepa Peepa P. I love Odin. That one ingredient that I don't know the name of is so good. Cilantro? No, imagine they put cilantro in Odin. I don't know. Martial Magic and Muscles is Hajime Komodo. Everyone around me is getting married. And I think it's great. Find happiness. And yeah, people, those are the weekly shonen jump and weekly shonen magazine author comments again sorry about last week but yeah it seems as though they're gonna continue for a little while longer maybe and let's wrap this bad boy up with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of jose underscore cat and yo dog i'm looking off rip at this list and what is that slam dunk movie doing dog the slam dunks movie is defying all logic and you're like well why are you talking about that for because 50 through 41 there's so much slam dunk on here i've never seen this before and that's all attributed 100 to that movie that is out doing Dragon Ball superheroes. Wow. Uh, number 50, Slam Dunk Volume 2, New Edition, 15,000. Then we got at number 48, 47, 46, 45. Oh, they re-released -re the whole manga, it must be, because these are all New Editions. Volume 1, New Edition, 16,000. Volume 16, 17, 18. Yeah, they must have re-released it. Then you got at number 43 and 42, Slam Dunk again with volumes 19 and 20, 17. And oh my God, dog. Slam Dunk occupies... 8 out of 10, no, 7 out of 10 of the spots from 50 to 41 alone. Wow. Then we got places 40 through 31 and it starts taming a little bit with the slam dunk stuff and starts getting into other areas. We got Dragon Quest Die No Die Balkan, Yusha Avan, Togoku and No Mao with 21.7 thousand copies in 10 days. You got Spy Family Volume 10 with 21,000, 1 1.4 million altogether craziness then you got chainsaw man creeping up in here 32 31 volumes two and three with uh 22 000 a piece damn both of them over a million let's freaking go then you got places 30 through 21 and wow minus one book one place 
30 through 21 is all Chainsaw Man. All of it. Just 22. Uh, Chainsaw Man 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 1, 4, 6, 5. All, wow. Wow, 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 wow. But yeah, all of them sold about 22, yeah, 22, 23, and 24,000 copies around there. Then we got 20 through 11. We got at number 17, Chainsaw Man Volume 12, the latest or the first Chainsaw Man of the new Chainsaw Man story with Asami Mitaka with 28,000 this week, 632,000 total. I'm betting, and I know probably nobody but me is keeping track of this at this point. I'm betting. It's closing in on surpassing that old My Hero volume that released around the same time. Like, this has been in the top 20 this entire time. My Hero's off the top 50, so it's probably real neck and neck, maybe another week or two. One Piece volume 104 at 16 with 28,000, 1.7 total. One of the best and fastest selling One Piece volumes in years. At number 12, Marshall volume 14 in 10 days, 55,000 copies. Yeah, Marshall's anime needs to come already. Like, Sales have gotten down bad. I remember it in a week, in four days, doing like 90,000 or some shit. Now in 10 days, you're doing 55. Yeah, get that anime. The sales are slipping too far. Then we got top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. At number 10, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Kimetsu Gaku in volume 3 with 39,000 in 10 days, 75,000 on a gag series. Abe Maria. You, you ask me what's going to replace One Piece when it ends. Demon Slayer 2, of course. <laughs> number 9, Tokyo Avengers Volume 30 with 40,000, bringing his total to 657,000. You got Blue Box Volume 8 in 10 days, 83 in total. Blue Box going to be a big one. Again, calling it. Uh, you got, let's see, Arslan Senki here with Volume 18 doing 53,000 in 3 days. I believe that's also art by the author of Full Metal and their new series that they're working on now. They also do Arslan like, yo. Hiromu Harakawa will be getting to it. Then at number two, we got the Slime series with in four days, 252,000. And Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 21 in 10 days total, 909. Oh my god, almost a million copies in 10 days. 909,000. God damn, dog. Gege getting to it. But yeah, people, those were the top 50 best selling manga of the week. Very interesting list, to say the least. Definitely a lot of uh, notable titles. But that's all I have for this one. I'm curious what you guys think. Most important story of the episode, favorite story of the episode, just anything, let me know. I'm Fnub World, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Whatever You Have an awesome day. Subscribe and hit that bell to get more, baby. Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I have a dream alone in my room as I sit with the tea. Couldn't possibly think what I often see. And you don't even know how I often blink. Lights be flashing and looking at me. Such an odd, unique. Yet I'm so unique. And you're looking at me. If the walls could talk, they would probably be peeking. And I'd probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me.